80% of Americans are in debt, so there's an 8 out of 10 chance that's you. Join me as we go over common reasons people choose debt and how to stop. Finally, I'll give you a simple change that'll help you begin to take control of your finances and bring happiness to your life again. Here we go in 3, 2, 1. Let's go. Hey, what's going on? Hopefully everybody's having a great weekend. Hopefully everybody's getting everything done that they wanted to get done this weekend. Uh, me for myself, um, everything's going well. Uh, today we decided to go with this Aloha print instead of the normal uh, financial mirror shirt just for the simple fact that after the shoulder surgery it's definitely easier to put on a, a nice button up instead of, instead of trying to put on a, a t-shirt overhead. So uh, with that, uh, yeah, if you, if you missed last week, I had shoulder surgery, so it's, it's been a, it's been a struggle so far, but, uh, we're getting through it. So, uh, today, if you can see by the title, it's, a it's going to be a, a tough conversation at the beginning. So, so bear with me. I want you to know that it's, it's, everything's going to be okay. Uh, but I, I really wanted a chance to come talk about debt. I wanted to talk about how, how you can begin to free yourself from debt today. And I mean, when I say today, I mean, literally, you could start your journey to being debt free today. Uh, if you'll apply these simple principles, start building out this plan now. Um, and and in the future, I'm telling you, you, you could have a um, debt free life in the very near future if you if you started this today. So what I want you to know is that you're not missing a single day other than today of being in debt. Like so far, if I, I might've said that wrong, I mean, just let me back this up. So, so the only day that you have to be in debt, the only extra day that you have to be in debt is today and every next day that you don't plan to get out of debt. That's, that's what I'm trying to say is that you have the option to be happy in life. You have the option to be in control of your finances. You have those options, but you have to choose to do that. And you start with that by building out this debt plan. So um, pretty much, I think, I think the best part about it is that, is that there's, it's, it's a very, it's such a common thing, right? Like, like when you think about debt, you think about big picture debt, like big picture debt, you think about how, how predominant it is, right? Like you, 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 it compared in my eyes, it compares to, and I'm, you're going to see throughout the stream that I compare a lot of, a lot of debt principles to like weight loss or like eating right or getting in shape, like those type of things. Cause they correlate and oh my, is the, is the market just booming for weight loss? Is the market booming for how to get fit? Is the market booming for, you know, lose 10 pounds, but um, there's not a whole lot in reference to, to people talking about getting out of debt. And that's where I want to help you. That's where I want this, this whole journey to start today, uh, is, is because it's really simple. Like, like, every, like uh, I have using stats, using the statistics that are out there. First off, you, if you're American, if you're not American, you don't fall in the statistic just so you know, but if you live in the United States of America, there is an 80% chance that I'm talking to you right now and you have debt. So 
because 80% of Americans are living in debt. So there's an 80% chance if you're watching this video, you are in debt. If you're watching this stream, you are in debt. If you're listening to this podcast, you are in debt. There's an 80% chance of that. Uh, because, because really seven out of 10 people think that debt is, is a requirement in life. Like the only way you can get through life is if you have debt. And, um, I, I think that that is, uh, not a fair assessment. First off, I think that saying that seven out of 10, seven, seven out of 10 think that debt's required. I don't think it's a fair assessment to say that debt is required in life. Um, but when you're looking at it and you're seeing that average credit card balances are over $5,000, that you're seeing that average student loans are roughly $86,000, it makes it to where debt feels like, like it's got a hold on you. Debt feels like, like it's in control of your life. But, but, but why is it that people feel like that this is a requirement? And, and um, I mean, I, I think it's because debt has just been included into our lives so much that we don't even notice it, right? So if you want to buy a car, hey, um, what you mean? You getting a loan? You, you got a loan on a car? How much? Is, how much your car payment? So if I if I get a, if I buy a car, somebody comes to me, hey, how much? How much your car payment? Like that? That's just a question that people ask, right? So you go to school, you go to school and you graduate. How, how much you graduate with student loans? Like it's just like it's like it's just instilled like it's a requirement that you have to do these things to 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 accomplish what you want to accomplish. Uh, if you don't have the money for something that you want, what do you do? You, you use a credit card. You want to go on vacation. What do you do? You get a loan or you use a credit card. Like, I mean, people do this stuff like I'm, I'm not making this up. Eighty percent of Americans like you might do it. I don't I have an 80 percent chance saying that you do one of these things. But um, what I'm getting at is that that. When you're looking at, when you have debt, you're going to look everywhere. You're going to look at everything, everybody, every place to try to find an answer to your debt. And, and it really is, is more of like, it's you, you have a spending problem. If you have debt, um, you have a spending problem. And, and if you're honest with yourself, you already knew this, like, I'm not telling you this for the first time, but what we're going to go over today is, um, I'm going to first talk about why so many people choose to live in debt first off, because it's a choice. Living in debt is a choice. I just want everyone to know living in debt is a choice. You Every debt, every day that you live in debt, you're choosing to live another day in debt uh, because a year ago you could have started your debt journey, but you you're, you didn't. But we can start it today. I'm telling you, we can start it today and I'm going to show you how. If you'll follow these basic principles, I will show you how you will be out of debt. Um, so next, I'm going to discuss some the strategies. So there you go. I'm going to discuss strategies to help you get out of debt. Um, and finally, I'm going to leave you with some encouragement that's going to help you start that journey. So um, it's it's it is it's a journey. So it's it takes time. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It takes time. Hey, if you're enjoying the podcast today and you have a genius idea that you want to share with the world, Anchor is going to be the easiest way for you to make that podcast a reality. First, it's free. When you're thinking about your finances, free is always good. Second, save your money. You really don't need professional software to get started. Anchor's tools help you create and then edit that podcast right from your mobile phone or computer. Anchor's then going to help you by distributing that podcast to all the major podcast applications, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can then easily make money for your podcast. No minimum listenership is required. So Anchor 
obviously is everything that you need to make your podcast dream come true. I use Anchor to distribute out my podcast and so should you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Once again, don't wait. Do it today. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. So let's get started. So so why do people stay in debt? Why do they stay in debt? Um, it's it's going to be a reality check for uh, a lot, but for a lot of people. But um, we've we've got to start seeing some of these common reasons that people are continuing to choose to to have debt be in control of their finances. Because, like I said, it's a choice. It's a choice to be in debt. So, uh, as we discuss, you're you're going to see uh, some of these you may relate to, and uh, it it could hit home a little bit, but that's okay, because it first attacks uh, one the actually the first step in the five steps of change. Five steps of change is awareness, desire, knowledge, action, and perseverance. So those are the five steps. If you've ever thought about change, those are the things you have to know. Those are the things you have to go with the steps you have to go through for that change to happen. So common reasons, starting with the first one, uh, people don't want to make sacrifices, whether that be they don't want to give up going out to eat uh, for dinner or for coffee in the morning or whatever, whatever the case may be. They don't want to give up that that pleasure. They, they have pleasure in that. They don't want to give that up. Um, another one, they want, you know, they want to, they don't want to stop shopping on Amazon. They want to stop shopping for things that they really don't need. They just continue to buy things that they really don't need. And like they buy it, gives them this like little, little high, you know, in their mind, they get this little high and then all of a sudden, boom, they don't even, they don't even use it anymore. It's in a drawer somewhere in a closet. Uh, but, but people get addicted. They get addicted to buying things and, and it's, it's, it's a terrible habit, especially if you have a spending problem, a debt problem like this, this, this will keep you in debt. It'll keep you there because I want you to remember, keep this in mind, just because you can afford a minimum payment on something that does not mean that you can afford that item. Okay. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind for the rest of your life because you can afford, you will be sold and told that you can afford the minimum payment so you can afford the item. And that is not true. Totally not true. All right. Another reason that people choose to stay in debt is they want to keep up their appearance. So I've done an episode previously on uh, keeping up with the Joneses. And that sort of goes over this concept where you're always wanting to keep up with people, you know, at work or the people in your neighborhood or the people, you know, the Joneses, the Joneses. So uh, down there in the description, left you a link to that episode. If you missed it, please go watch it. Uh, and it sort of goes over some of the mental aspects of, of how to to not fall into that trap. Uh, but ultimately, if you're in this if you're in this category, you just you don't want to stop buying things because you're trying to preserve your image. All right. Um, and and that it's it's truthfully not 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 a great place to be. So that's a that's a big one uh, that you've got to attack. It's a big one. I just think I had something fly my. Woo. We're good. Back at it. Uh, so you, you, you want to keep up your image. You don't want people to think that you're struggling. You don't want people to think that, um, that you, you don't have nice things. You can afford nice things, but let me, I'll be the first to tell you that people's opinion of you does not matter. You cannot choose someone else's opinion over your happiness. So let me say it again. 
You cannot choose someone else's opinion of you over your happiness. You've got to be happy. You have to choose to be happy in a sense that um, that it doesn't matter what people think of you, but you're, you know how you feel right now. If you're in debt, you know how you feel every day. And why would you continue to be in that mindset, that that state of mind to because people you want people to think positively of you want people to think that you have nice things you can afford nice things you have money most people that show they have money don't have money okay so if you're if they probably don't have money (laughs) let's be honest so um that's the keeping up with the joneses mindset right there so here we go you've always been in debt and you managed it so far, right? Like, I mean, I've always been in debt. I've always had this. I've always had that. You know, it's, I've never known what it feels like to be out of debt. And I'm doing just fine. This is a living example of what a poor mindset sounds like. When you're telling yourself that, you live with a poor mindset. Uh, I'm going to do an episode on poor mindset versus wealth mindset. And you can go over that with you. But uh, it's it's a poor mindset, Right. Uh, and, and if you feel, if you're in this, like always been in debt and you've managed it so far, you probably leads you to feel like some people feel like they're defeated. Like they've been in debt all this time and, um, they, they feel defeated. Like debt's already killed them. Like debt's already rolled them over, bought them up, put them in a grave. Like they're, they're done. Like they, they always are going to be in debt. That's how they feel. And, uh, another one, uh, they, they think that they can't get out of debt. They have this like sort of ties into it, but you just feel like you you've been defeated. You can't get out of debt, and this is a total lie. All right, uh, it's not always uh, an income, right? So people want to think about like if I had more income, I would get out of debt. If I had more money, I could get out of debt. Well, I'll be the first to tell you, more money is not going to get you out of debt. Debt is a behavior issue. Debt is a is your behavior with money. Okay, so if you if you chose to 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 buy something, if you chose to do something, if you chose like that's your choice. It's your behavior. If you go make more money and you haven't fixed that behavior, you're now just going to start to choose or to buy or to do other things with that extra money. You haven't fixed that problem. So. Um, well, well, I mean, well, more income can help me pay my debt faster. That is correct. That is a valid statement. Ding, ding, ding. You did it. More income will get you out of debt faster. That is confirmed. But saying that you don't have enough income is an excuse to keep you in debt. All right. So don't use that one. That's that's once again, not a good reason to for you to continue to choose to be in debt. Oh, this one, this one gets to me. Whoo. Don't get me, get me hot in here. Um, Getting out of debt is not your priority. And this, it hurts me the most to say this. I mean, it literally irks me to say this because I'm passionate about this one because it's like you're, you're choosing to live life like stress. You're choosing to live life, um, not knowing if you're going to be able to afford your next bill that comes to the mail. Like you're, you're choosing to live life not just not being free from your current finances. And, and that's like, it's not a good, good mindset to be in. First off, it's not a good, um, 
mental state to maintain like it, it'll eventually it'll it'll it will it'll take a toll on you i'm i'm sure of it uh, you just can't feel like you're defeated every day of your life you can't feel like you're stuck somewhere every day of your life and there's just no getting out um and it affects more than just you it affects your spouse if your if your spouse is a part of the problem um both of you are contributing together and that's affecting your kids right it's affecting your future generation of of well family like your kids kids like like what you're doing today is not only affecting you and it's it's in a in a way it it you may feel like it's your problem uh but it's probably you just were never taught how to how to spend money you were never taught how to manage money and and follow follow the financial mirror on on all social media and i will throw stuff at you uh, that hopefully helps you get to where you can manage money um because it's not taught it's not taught uh but if it, it affects more than just you. And I, I think that's my biggest, my biggest thing is that, is that people don't see that those decisions, those behaviors that they're living with are, are ultimately affecting a lot of people around them. But, um, if, and, and this is just me being real, but if you're in debt and you haven't made a budget, you fall into this category of, of where getting out of debt is not your priority. You're in debt and you don't have a, you don't live on a budget. It's not getting out of debt is not your priority. So if you tell me that you want to get out of debt, I would tell you that you're not making it important enough to get out of debt. Like there's other things that are more important. Do you have a spending problem and don't have a budget? You fall into this category of for getting out of debt is not your priority. You still have a behavior of overspending and you still have um, a behavior of not creating a budget. So you fall into the category of this is not a priority for you. Um, if you're in debt, but every day you're not thinking about the decisions, um, to change that you're in this category, uh, it's, it's, you're, you, you could, you could stay stuck in this category, but here's an example. Let me give you an example. So let's say, let's say you want to lose 10 pounds. All right. Um, with that decision, you, you have to make a priority to exercise and to eat right. All right, because if you don't exercise and eat right, your goal of losing 10 pounds is pointless because guess what? You're not going to lose weight. You didn't make a plan. You didn't plan to get out to, to lose weight. Budgeting is your plan to get out of debt. Budgeting, a, a, a get out of debt plan, right? You, you've got to have a get out of debt plan, Um or you're not going to get out of debt. Okay. So, uh, it, it's, it's, if you don't budget, so I'm going to, I'm going to finish off right here before we go into the payoff meds, but methods, but if you don't budget, uh, I can't stress it enough. Budgeting is the answer to all of your financial problems. So if you have a financial problem, if it's a spending problem, the budget's going to identify it. If it's a, um, gambling problem, the budget's going to identify it. If it's a, um, if it's a, you just have too many subscriptions, I guess that'd be a spending problem. But if you, if there's, if, if there's something that you need to change, if there's a behavior that you need to change, the budget will show you, uh, because if, if you don't make enough money, if the budget shows you, you don't make enough money to cover your expenses, 
your budget's going to show you that you, where you need to cut, where you don't have enough money to afford. You have to be able to cut those because like I said before, because you can pay a minimum payment does not mean that you can afford an item. The same way, if your expenses exceed your income, there's a lot of things inside of your expenses that need to go away. You cannot, should not continue to pay for those things because you cannot afford them, okay? Um, but if there, if, and, and, and that goes back to it, if you're curious, if there's something like, if there's like a TV you want, if there's a, I don't know, something you want, and if you're curious if you can afford it or not, that budget's going to tell you if you can afford it or not, all right? So I'm going to put a link in the description below down there. Uh, and I've done a couple different videos. I'm going to put two down there. I'll do the 50, 30, 20 to help you. Uh, it's, it's one of my, probably my favorite ways for, to teach people to budget. Uh, cause it's very simple to, to set up. Um, and then budgeting with a purpose is another video that I'm going to put down there. So you know, just goes over some really good budgeting outlines, budgeting guidelines. So I'll put a script, I'll put the uh, links down in the description, go look at them. Um, and that'll get you a lot of your answers on budgeting. Okay. Uh, very important that you understand that very important. So, uh, over to the debt payoff methods. So, uh, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a, um, a video uh, tutorial type of thing on setting these up. Okay. But I'm just going to briefly talk through this piece, right? I'm going to briefly talk through these two debt payoff methods. Um, and then I'm going to, I'm going to leave at the end, a, um, application that, that has received some good feedback that I've, I've read up on, I've looked at, uh, and I'll, I'll go over it real quick. I'm not going to, I'm not going to get a lot of detail on it, but, uh, I'm going to go over it real quick. It might be something that you that's worth looking into, um, obviously, uh, I'm going to go over these two, the two debt payoff methods first, uh, and they sort of go hand in hand together, just a different way of attacking your debt. Okay. So first is probably the, the most commonly known, I guess, uh, I would say most people have probably heard of it, uh, debt snowball. So, uh, with the debt snowballs, pretty easy to set up. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to take it and you're going to list out all of your debts starting with the smallest in terms of dollars. So smallest in terms of dollars and going, uh, building out that list all the way down to the largest in terms of dollars. Okay. Um, because with the debt snowball, what you're going to do is you're going to focus on your smallest debt first. All right. And while you're paying on your smallest debt first, and this is where all this budgeting comes in. So Let's say I'm going to use a, a you you have three debt three debt items, ten twenty and thirty dollars. All right, minimum payment on all is five dollars. For simplicity, ten twenty thirty minimum payment on all is five. Your first debt so listed from smallest to largest goes ten twenty thirty. Okay, five dollar minimum on all. So while you're so you're going to start by paying off the ten dollar debt. Let's say you can only put a dollar a month towards a dollar extra above the minimum payment towards that um, debt. This is very simplistic. So you're going to be paying $6 toward the $10 debt until that and, and five on all the rest. Okay. So you first calculate how much is it going to cost me to pay minimum payment 
on all of my debts. Okay, that's the first step. After you've listed out from smallest to largest, figure out how add up, figure out all the minimum payments across your all of your debt, and figure out how much it's going to cost you to pay just the minimum. Because then you have to figure out how much you can pay above the minimum on your first one, on your smallest debt. So in my my example, six dollars is going to be paid toward the ten every single month until that's paid off. In this easy example, two months, two months and it's paid off. So I was paying six towards the $10 and I was paying five towards my $20. Well, in two months, I've already paid the minimum on, this is with no interest. So obviously I'm using this simplistic example. I've now moved my, in two months, I've now moved my 20 down to 10. So now my six is going to go in there and I'm going to be paying my first month. I'm going to pay $11, right? The five plus the six. So I'm going to be able to pay that one off the next month. My 30, I've now dropped to 20 and my uh, 11 is now 16. So in two months, I'll be paid off on that. So now I've been able to knock out all of that debt in five months. Okay, so that's that's the simplistic part. So once again, smallest to largest, add up all of your minimum payments, figure out how much above the minimum payment you can pay on the first one and every single pay the minimum on all of them. And then as you pay off each of your smaller debts, the what you are paying on that, it goes on top of the next minimum and it builds just like a snowball. If you're rolling a snowball through the snow, as you roll it, more snow attaches and it gets bigger. So as you pay off smaller debts, the amount you can pay towards the next debt is bigger because you're using what you were paying from the previous added on top of that minimum that you were paying on that, the, the next smallest. All right. Once again, I'll, I'll go and do a, um, I'll do a walkthrough on all of these in, in a, in an upcoming episode. So, um, go ahead and start doing this, start getting ready, start building out all of this. And, uh, hopefully you don't wait that long. Hopefully there, there's many of resources out there for debt snowball. There's many of resources that are, um, out there that can help you, help you get, build this, uh, debt snowball. But it, I, hopefully I was able to explain it, explain it pretty good. Um, the next one Actually, yeah. So, so the next one, um, hopefully everybody gets that. Hopefully everybody gets that. Um, but you're pretty much, you're paying off your smallest debt first, going up to the largest. All right. The next one is the debt stacking or debt avalanche. So with this one, it's called both and, and it's, they're the same thing. So with this one, you do the same thing. You have to build out a list, but this time you're going to build out a list based off of interest rates. So you're going to build out your list based off of starting at highest interest rate and going to lowest interest rate. So you're going to start by paying off your highest interest rate items first, paying minimum payments on everything else. Okay. Um, just like with the debt snowball, whatever's your highest interest rate debt is paid off. Once it's paid off, you're going to roll that amount into the minimum payment that you were paying on your second highest interest rate 
and then that'll be the payment on your second highest interest rate going forward and so forth and so on. Um, so if you had interest rates at, this one's a little easier to, to calculate, but if you had interest rates at 10, 20, and 30%, let's just do it for simplicity again, 10, 20, 30%, $5 minimums across the board, you're going to pay $5 towards the, or let's say you can pay, let's say this time you can pay $5 on top of the five. So this time $5 is going to go toward, or $10 is going to go toward your 30% interest rate uh, debt that you're paying $5, you're paying $5 on the uh, 10 and 20 as well. So um, 10 towards the 30, five and five on the 10 and the 20. Once the 30% is paid off, that 10 is going to roll in with the five. You're going to pay 15 towards the 20%. And then that 15 will go into um, $20, $20 toward the 10% at the end. So uh, what you'll notice is that you'll, you'll, it you'll, you're attacking your, the reason why people would choose this. So let me just go into the meth. These, both of these methods have pros and cons, right? So with the debt snowball, people feel, they feel more accomplished because they're able to knock out those small debts first. So they feel like they start to get a little steam ahead. Like, you know, like, like the little, the little choo-choo that could, like you just, you're building up some steam, like you're, you're building habits. You're starting to strengthen that muscle, that, that paying muscle where you can start to pay off because you're knocking out those small targets first. And then by the time you get to that large debt at the end, it might be your only debt and, and it doesn't feel as bad because you've already built a lot of those habits. Right. But, um, but it comes at a cost, right? And it's a financial cost because with the avalanche or stacking, this could save you money because you're paying off your high interest rate items first. So financially, it could save you some money by going with that that method first. Um, but it might take you a little longer to pay off the that first debt because that higher interest rate debt might be a bigger debt, you know. So it might take longer to to pay that off. But um, going back to my fi- uh, my my fitness health example, but this all boils down to is it's just like it's like dieting. Uh, one diet might make you lose weight faster than another diet might make you lose weight. But um, if you'll choose a method that you'll stick to uh, and start today, start this today, not tomorrow, start today, choose a method that you'll stick to, you will be out of debt. Just like if you wanted to lose weight, you stick to a diet that that if you, if you have a diet, if you pick a diet that you can stick to, you'll lose weight. Pick the method that you can stick to that, that'll give you the, the the psyche to to you know to do it, and you'll stick to it. All right. And then I told you I was going to tell you an application. It's called Tally, right? Um, look up Tally. It's it's a free app, so it's it's free just to use. Okay. And when I say use, I mean uh, it's built around if you, if a lot of is this is. Let me back up. Tally is only going to be beneficial to you if you have a lot of credit card debt. If you have other types of debt, um, it's not going to be as beneficial to you. But if you have credit card debt, uh, Tally would be beneficial to you. So uh, it's free to use. You load you load in all of your credit card accounts, and Tally builds out your uh, debt stacking or debt avalanche method. It shows you which uh, which credit card debts you should attack first, uh, based off of interest rate. Um, 
And then there's another part that costs money through uh, tally pays. And what they do is they pay, they pretty much open up a line of credit under your, under your name. And uh, they pay your, um, all your credit, your, they, they do your debt avalanche for you practically. Um, and you just pay them. It's practically debt consolidation, just so you know. Um, so I don't recommend if you're in debt, I don't recommend you signing up for another subscription. Okay. So, um, I, I don't recommend that unless, unless this, this is something that once again, this is something that, that tally is like, you're like, wow, like if I could, if I do that, I'll stop spending, but I'll let this start to help me, uh, build that muscle to get out of debt. Then it, I mean, it might be worth it. I don't know the call. I tried to look up the cost and, uh, you're welcome to email me at, uh, Info at the at financialmirror.org if you have uh, personal uh, type of things that you want to you want to address to see if it's worth it for you. Uh, I don't mind helping you with that. So uh, I, I recommend just as the free part, upload your open up your um, pull your accounts in there and just let it build out your your avalanche for you. Uh, but it's really not that hard to come up with your own avalanche as well. So the app's not really needed. Just uh, just in today's modern times, it might be something worth looking into. But finally. What I what I wanted to leave you with is is some a little encouragement, right, for getting out of debt. So, um, I I can tell you that from from growing up and people around me, um, that debt is a powerful, powerful thing. Like it, it will absolutely take control of your life. It absolutely will begin to influence how you feel. Um, it'll 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 influence. Your relationship with people because let's say you you're head over money you know head over heels need money and you know the people that care about you won't give it to you what are you going to do you're going to resent that person so it starts to affect your relationships with people um and I, I say this from the most sincere part of my heart but if if you if you can't acknowledge that you are the problem for you being in debt you will live in debt the rest of your life that's not the encouragement I want to leave you with. What I want to leave you with in encouragement is, is that you have the ability to change. You have the ability to create new habits. You have the ability to start a journey where uh, debt no longer controls your life. And you, you can free yourself from debt today. It's not just a title. You can start to free yourself from debt today because the second, that the encouragement I want to leave you with is the second that you build out your get out of debt plan and you begin to live that out, you will start to notice um, that you, f- you feel like the stress is off of you because you have a plan. You know what you have to do every day, every week, every month to get yourself out of debt. And I'm telling you, it's not going to be next month that you're out of debt if you have a lot of debt. I mean, it could be if you have a small amount of debt, but if you have a lot of debt, this could be a journey. I'm talking about a year, maybe two years to get yourself out of debt. But once it's over, once debt is behind you, life opens up like you feel free. Like you absolutely feel free. Um, and that's the encouragement I want to leave you with is that start building your own life financially. Start putting your life back together because if you're in debt, uh, I say this all the time, but you're operating below zero. So I don't care how much money you have in a savings account. You have, if you have $2,000 in a savings account and you have 5,000 in debt, you're in the whole $3,000. Okay. So, um, I, I really want you, I really want to encourage you. I really want you to start to, 
to see that you can you can turn your life around. You can get your get yourself out of debt. It just takes it takes you first committing to it and and hitting those five steps of change, uh, the awareness, the desire, the knowledge, the action, and and most importantly, the perseverance to push through and get to the end of that get out of debt plan. Um, so I want to leave you with that. And I, and I want to, I want you to know that, um, I'm, I'm here. Uh, you're welcome to go to info at the financial mirror or message or email me at info at the financial mirror.org. Uh, contact form is at the financial mirror.org, um, contact page. So, or at the bottom of the main page, but it, it's 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 truly a journey and when once it's over you just i'm telling you you get a sense of relief you get a sense of of knowing that that you can start to build a little bit of something like you 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 start to to understand that you were doing things and buying things that you couldn't afford and you paid for it you paid for it because when you get when you start debt with a, a company they're out to make money capital one is not a huge wealthy company because they just decided to give you a credit card that you're able to charge on every month. Like they, they make money and it's off people that are in debt. I don't want you to continue to make the debtors, all debtors, whoever they are, whether that be capital one, American express discover, uh, for credit cards or, uh, Sally may for loans or Fannie Mae, whatever her name is. I don't, I don't deal with student loans. I don't know. I can't tell you much about, them other than they got to go away and not by the federal government let me tell you so uh that's 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 all this is debt that that you accumulated and you've got to pay it off you've got to work through it uh, and it just takes time it just takes time it, it i can't be any more transparent than it takes time so uh, hopefully you got something from this hopefully you're able to take a little bit away uh but with that uh look forward to seeing everyone next week and uh Really appreciate you you tuning in and watching this video. If you're catching us on the podcast, please leave a five-star review. Um, it truly does help get this message out. It truly does uh, help others that may be encountering the same problem uh, and, and just expands the, the listening audience for me. Um, once again, I truly appreciate it. Until then, I'll see you next week. Peace.